Welcome. Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio controlled. And now, your host. Folks, this man, he is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony Cece. Tony Cece. Hey, what is going on, you guys? Welcome to another While My Batteries Charged podcast. It's been a while, you guys. I haven't had much of a voice. In fact, I'm going to probably be scratching my way a little bit through this one and sound a little bit stuffy. I am, but I'm not as stuffy as about what I'm about to talk about today. You negative Nancys in the RC world, this one is for you guys. Um, Man, uh, people ask me if I, I watch videos on YouTube, and um, I get a lot of uh, of questions about that. Did you see this? Did you see that? And the answer is a resounding no. Um, I've actually, for the most part, stopped watching a lot of YouTube about RCs because it's become so negative. Man, and I just can't take it. Uh, from the comments to the videos and... Uh, just kind of how people feel about the industry and about the cars that are being made for them. And there's never, a, I mean, it's just super negative. Everything is about all the things wrong uh, with something that comes out. And, you know, I just try not to put my headspace there. So um, I was feeling guilty about not watching YouTube videos. And I was trying to play catch up on a bunch of YouTube channels I subscribe to, man. But then I started to feel attacked. And I've seen it not only watching YouTube videos, but there was also somebody posted a comment about starting up a YouTube channel and uh, and how they're going to do things and all that, you know, because all the YouTubers that are doing it now do such a terrible job is basically what they were getting at. Um, <laughs> so it's just like, you know, attack from every angle uh, because as somebody who puts out a ton of videos on RC content, uh, you know, a lot of it feels personal as far as the attacks go. So, um, yeah, talk about, I'll be talking about that a little bit. Um, uh, but I also want to give encouragement to people, um, in the flip side of it, because I had never intended for my YouTube channel to be what it is. And so, um, how do I address this? How do I, how do I do this gingerly? Um, I don't want to call anybody out because I don't want to be, you know, super negative about things. So I'll just kind of speak in non-specifics uh, to a degree because, uh, I mean, I have a lot of friends in this and, you know, um, and unfortunately a lot of it even from them feels like attacks on me personally. Um, so I guess in some ways this is a little pushback on that and so they, maybe they'll feel the burn from it back. Uh I guess. I don't know. I mean, if so, then maybe they're doing something that would make them feel that burn. Like maybe they are, are, are acting this way. So, um, let's get into it. All right. It's going to be interesting, I guess. Cause I don't even know how to, <laughs> how to do this without poking bears. And, uh, I'm the slow fat one in the bunch. So I will definitely be caught by the bear. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, you know, I've been getting some free RC cars recently. In fact, I just got the, the Kyosho Dodge Charger, which is an amazing vehicle until somebody gets it that doesn't like something about it. And then they talk about how terrible it is and, um, how they were misled by influencers because they were too excited about it. 
and uh, you know they must have been paid to to be excited about it. If you can you can kind of see where I'm going with this. Um, it wasn't about the charger in particular, but it's the idea of um, something that you get to review. Um, and I have never signed anything that says I have to give a positive review. But if you guys know me, you know that I look for the good in things. Um, I, I do point out the bad. I point it out. Uh, but I don't ever want it to be, you know, the only thing that you see about a certain vehicle. So I may point something out, but not make it sound super negative, but it's pointing out something that I see maybe is a flaw. Um, you know, could it be overcome? Yeah. In fact, people are overcoming it all the time. So now that you see that there's a limitation, that's me saying, you know, it's not perfect, but I don't have to be a complete downer on it. Like a, a lot of people are being these days. Um, so yeah, um, let's talk about a couple of them in particular. I think, you know, this will get right to the point of it. Um, the Dodge Charger, I'll start with that. Somebody says, you know, basically, uh, man, I wish they'd have sent that to me. I'd have shown all the things it could do when they're, you know, they're saying that on my video as if like, oh, you didn't do a good enough job. Let me show you. And, um, I, you know, I get it. Um, it's snowy here. I can't show all the things that it can do right now. Uh, so that is a bit of a problem and, uh, I showed as well as I could and had fun with it, bashing in the snow. That's what I'm going to do with the, a Kyosho, um, phaser, uh, Mark two. I mean, they can take a beating, they can run in a whole bunch of different terrain. It's great. And that's what I love about it. So I proceeded to jump it off a of little snow banks that I'd make on the cement, had to have enough traction to get it with speed and kind of jump it, have fun. Um, so my response to them was just, Hey man, go for it. Like you, but you have to put in, like, you can't just come and make a comment like that saying, send it to me and I would do this. You got to put in the work. I never expected, I'd never gotten anything from Kyosho before in the past. This is the first thing that they'd ever sent to me. And they reached out to me. They'd seen the channel. And so, um, they'd seen what I'd done as far as other reviews of their vehicles that I've gotten. So, and I was just saying like, dude, you could do this, you, you know, just put in and do it. And that's anybody, you know, I, I'm no better than anybody else as far as getting stuff. Um, it's just, I think, you know, just in, in, like in life, you see when people work hard at things and you, you see, I mean, I've been doing it for seven, I've been doing it for seven years, over 900 videos, um, that are posted Plus more that have, you know, been taken down or, you know, if you just count stuff going straight to Facebook or Instagram, I've done over a thousand videos in RC in the last seven years. So, um, and some of them are big videos and some of them actually, I have more than that because some of them I just lump into the same numbering system. So I might do five videos from one event, but I'll, they'll all have the same number in my system. And I'm at up at like 960 or some videos now. Uh, numbers in my catalog so uh, yeah I mean it's it's work it's hard work but I do it regardless of whether I get things free or not um, I spend a lot of money I'm, because I want to push the hobby forward and I think that's what really drags me down about the neg negativity is because the negativity doesn't have any positive outward look on how to do it better um, so that these companies are putting out the best products that are out right now. And it's not good enough for you, but you don't have, 
<laughs> a way of doing it better. Um, and, and that's kind of the annoying thing. There's, there's a lot of critiquing without, uh, any real measure of telling them how to do it better. Uh, you know, quality control, and that's an issue. Um, I get it. You know, I've had a few that, that don't come perfect and, uh, I realize that, but I also just pony up and fix it, uh, unless it's a really big thing. Technically, even the last really big problem that I had with the car was the Vortex. Um, and it was the motor bearing issue, which is the first time I've ever had it happen with a 3S vehicle. All my other 3S vehicles are running their original stock electronics in them. Uh, but in the Vortex, I was fighting to get a video content out and I was just running pack after pack no stopping, just hard the whole time. And I just cooked the motor, first of all. Um, but in that, bl destroyed the bearing is my guess. But um, I sent it off for them to do whatever inspections they wanted to on it. I talked about the problem. I didn't, like, avoid saying that I had the issue. I said what probably was the case, which was me overheating it. And then I just ponied up and ordered another one. Um, probably would have fallen under uh, warranty, um, you know. But I just, you know, Jenny's RC'd it and, and got another one so I could have one and get it running again. It's just the difference in how I do things. Um, and not everybody can do that. You know, somebody may have spent their last $400 on that car to have that happen. And yeah, by all means, go and, you know, reach out to the companies and try to get it resolved. Um, but then there's other times where it's like you're buying these cars and you're running them at insane speeds and you're jumping them you're smashing into freaking rocks everywhere people I, I see the videos you're hitting trees you're hitting rocks you're hitting curbs at speed take your car out your real one-to-one -one car out at 50 miles an hour and hit a curb see what happens and then take it back to the dealer and see what they're going to do for it because you just hit a curb with it chances are they're going to send you to your insurance company unfortunately we don't have insurance on these rcs it comes out of our pocketbooks Luckily, most of the, the brakes are inexpensive. Um, but everybody, you know, wants to claim every little thing as a, as a warranty. And it's like at some point you got to take responsibility in the way that you're using the vehicles um, and the way that you're, you're, you're braking them. Um, but the thing that I take the most issue with is people, again, attacking my, my, um, my integrity. When it comes to that, man, fisticuffs go up, man. Uh, you know, that that's when I get into these moods right here where I post these kind of podcasts where I stick up for myself. Uh, and people, uh, you know, the, the Arma Fire team came out and um, now that everybody's getting their hands on them, they're saying that, the, you know, these influencers, you know, influencer, influencer, influencer. I'm just a freaking YouTuber like everybody else who puts in hard work. And I'm going to tell you straight how I like the vehicle, whether it was sent to me or not. And while I'm on this whole influencer thing, I do want to just kind of point out that, guess what? You guys are influencers too. Whether or not you receive a free product does not make you an influencer. Influencer comes from the term that they use to describe people that they're looking at because they have influence. And if you're speaking to people and you're telling them to buy things or not to buy things or, you know, showing them the different things about these cars on YouTube, guess what? You're an influencer too. So there's varying levels, uh, and there's also, you know, there comes down to a point where 
the companies probably look at whether or not they want to work with people based on their influence. But there's a lot of negative influence that I see. And when I see that, I also see it in their comments as well. And uh, when you're trying to bash on influencers, I see in the comments too where your people are also then coming and taking pokes at those influencers in your comments and that negativity is just swirling and spreading and your influence is that of negativity and it's really got to stop, man. It in no way benefits this hobby. It no way benefits the community of our seers and uh, it just, you know, it's just bringing people down. And uh, I can say it brings me down seeing it. Like, uh, it's it's really hard to not come on and comment and, uh, you know, just stick up for yourself in those because you just see from you saying it, how it compounds and it changes those people's opinions about me and other people and the videos we make, um, which, you know, I'm, I'm standing right here or sitting right here to say is inaccurate I'm better than that, and you're better than that. And um, I still freaking think that the Arma Fire team is one of the best Armas put out. Have I broke anything on it? I cracked a bumper. I've been running it in the frigid cold. We had a freaking big squid bash session with it down in Indiana. Handed the controller over to somebody, a couple people that were just, you know, lawn darting the thing into the ground. And we didn't break an A-arm. I mean... And on Armas, I'll tell you what, most of mine, the A-arms that come on the ready-to-runs, they break, man. Um, I've got either RPMs on some of them, or for some reason, the, the replacement arms don't seem to be as brittle as the ones that come on the cars. And I don't know what that is, uh, especially on my uh, Outcast 8S, and the Crate 8S was the same way. I snapped that thing, I put new ones on, and I couldn't hardly even break them but the all four of the the stock ones that came on it broke like brittle pieces of uh candy you know the way it broke was crazy um but you know i i have not had that happen with the fire team i i've been shocked when i i plan it sometimes and i'm like oh that's gonna be broken then it drives away no issue yet um except for a one of the thin little tubular pieces on the outside of the bumper which is inconsequential to anything but looks uh it broke apart and so it, it looks fine I could glue it or tape it and nobody would even know uh, but that and I cracked one of the body panels on the top of the hood where the um the body post comes through and I put the little clip in and the clip is you know in the cold crashing hard and hitting stuff it's uh it's cracked right there but um man you find uh uh an RC body that is not beat to hell after a few runs, and uh, I'd be surprised. My uh, Traxxas Max bodies are the worst. Those things just tear all up. Um, uh, just normal running and they over the bumper, the way that it all fits together. They got more issues with, with the fitment of that than I have with anything that I've done with the fire team body so far. So uh, I'm very impressed with the car. I... I stand by what I said about it. It's, I think it's the best handling um, of the Armas. And, uh, I, you know, to be basically blanketed into accusations of, um, you know, being told that we had to say that is just rubbish. Um, some of us had reached out to each other 
after running it because a lot of us kind of were skeptical about the looks of it and, and what is this thing going to do with the cage? We're going to break the crap out of this thing when we start jumping it like an Arma and doing stuff that we do with Armas. And so it was kind of one of those reluctant. So how was your first run? Like thinking that they're like, oh, I, was gonna, I hated it. I broke everything. Uh, but knowing that my first run with it was amazing. And um, and to get response like this is the best, one of the best handling that I've driven were honest answers that weren't out to the public or in the videos before our videos were even edited or shot or anything. So it was not a coordinated effort in any way. It was just really like, you know, we were shocked by it. And so, uh, and still, like I, I've said that in all of my videos, like I did not expect to like it. Um, I liked the guns. Some people don't like it. I get it. I grew up with toys that had guns and it doesn't bother me one bit. We have real guns here. We have, you know, we've taught our kids about guns and um, the dangers of guns, but also the benefits of them. And so that's not an issue to me. Uh, you know, the fire team look, I think is wicked cool. Uh, but we also really like the axial Yeti Can-Am Jr. So I like that. I wanted the striker that Kraken was going to come out with. I put in to get those, uh, when they did the, um, the crowdfunding that didn't pay out. Um, so I would be in on something like this. I think it's wicked cool. I really happen to like the handbrake and the way I describe it. A lot of people say Mojave. I, I kind of feel like it's the arm Italian and the infraction. And I've said it multiple times in videos. Um, I don't think that what duper bash and them are doing with it is what is meant to be done with it. Um, you know, some of the most fun I had with it was running it through like little sand dune areas over by the beach here by our house and just watching it soak it all up, all the different bumps and just tear through it, slam on that handbrake, even though you don't need it. Um, you could whip it, but you don't need to. You just hit that button really quickly. It locks the brakes up, starts a slide. You tear out the other way. You know, when you hit the gas again, after it's broken free, those tires just spin freely. I've hardly crashed the car as far as rolling it over. It's almost always on its wheels, which is something I can't say about my other Armas, which the wings on those stop them. Um, I, you know, so I stand by all of that stuff. And for people to be out there saying influencers are lying about this or influencers are, you know, and it's with NERC. I would not ever tell somebody, if you don't have the means to buy it, don't buy it. Like you don't have to have every single RC, but for somebody that likes that kind of vehicle that rips across the ground, you know how many people watch our videos, but don't jump their cars and they just take them to fields and they take them to baseball diamonds and they run them on places like that. They don't need it to do freaking backflips and wheelies like outcast. Um, you know, we try to tight cast everybody into what we do with an RC, but, uh, and I've been guilty of that, but there are so many that don't run them like we do. And we're naive to think that everybody does. And so I really, I, you know, it, it I was so angry when I was on um, YouTube the, the past couple of days and just seeing this about this car, but other cars as well, just the constant um, negativity about the braking and all the things that they're doing. And, and I break cars, man, like I do left and right, but I don't make it the negative of the hobby. It's part of what comes with running vehicles that go 50 miles an hour that are made of plastic um, same with bending them. Like you, you can't crash your car into, uh, you know, pile drive it 
is a lawn dart and not expect to bend your chassis. So you, you, if you're going to go that big, you've got to go that know that there's potential for things like that to happen. Like when I bent my chassis, I laughed because I landed it on a fence basically. And it, it kind of bananaed. So, but I landed right above the fence post, big air straight down. And you know, that force has got to go somewhere. Um, I mean, t- physics says so. And, uh, you know, either it would have done damage to my fence or damage to the car. Um, and either way, I'm out money. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so, I guess the thing for me is, you know, that, that's a lot of why I don't watch YouTube videos. I love making them. Um, I love helping people with stuff on Instagram on Facebook Messenger, I help so many people, even in the comments on my videos, um, and that's more or less where I interact with people. Uh, but it's a lot easier for me to tune out the negativity. I stay away from places like the Arma Army um, or anything that's too like uh, one brand sided and completely negative about any other. Um, but it's uh, it's an interesting world where. Uh, we get so frustrated with things that are supposed to bring us joy. Um, and and there's, to a degree, I get it. Like, you don't want anything new to be bad and to be not working right. I mean, I had it happen with my SCX-6. Um, I was super excited to get out there and run it. And then I went to run it, and the slipper clutch was loose. And, like, you wouldn't want something like that from your, your full-size vehicle to get it off the lot and, and have something like that happen. It does happen. You get lemons and whatever. But it's tough to compare that to underpaid, overworked uh, factory workers in China versus an assembly line here in America and what they have available to them uh, and the quality control that takes place. It is not the same thing. It's not comparable. And we're crazy to think it is. We're going to have stuff in there like for a thousand dollars, this thing should work. It should cost us more than a thousand dollars. That's the problem. We've been able to get them at this price because we're willing to overlook a lot of things um, and a lot of wrongs that take place in order to get us products at that cheap. Um, you know, that's a lot of hours of assembly, just assembly hours. If you were to build that in the U.S., just the assembly time, think of the cost in just man hours to build it. Take away all of the other things, the materials and stuff being used, the people that are making the gears, the people that are just just paying the one person that has to put it all together in the end, how many hours it would take. It, it would cost way more than that to have it done by somebody here. So it's, it's interesting, um, to think. And, and the other thing is like, you know, then to be mad about their quality control and all this, but the people that are making them could never afford one of these things, you guys. And that's crazy. Like here you're blaming somebody that should know how to do this right and do it right. You know, and, and every time it should be perfect. You know, they shouldn't forget a screw um, as they're putting this together. And yet, how many people, how many of us have built a car and forgot to put a freaking bearing in somewhere? Or or you get done and you have extra parts left and you're like, whoops. Right? So, yeah, it's their job, but stuff happens. 
and you know the belly aching and the crying about it doesn't change anything and you know they're just people trying to put food on the table for their families um living in really crappy conditions um so you know <laughs> first world problems bro uh yeah if you've you got the money to be even thinking about buying one of these it's a first world problem for whatever goes wrong with it so and uh you know i have life lived that kind of puts me in that mind frame um and i know that i'm very blessed by what i have uh because i've seen what people don't have and that's what i did for 15 years um and would probably still be doing right now if it wasn't for covid but traveling the world and doing humanitarian projects and different other things. So I, I know it. I've seen it. Um, and I've spent time in, in China and seen these workers that come back from the factories and they're on Chinese New Year. Um, I've been there for weeks at a time during rebuilds after the, um, the big Sichuan earthquake. So, uh, yeah, I mean these guys that are making these for you are not millionaires <laughs> and uh you know they struggle and you know i'm getting off on a tangent here but your belly aching pisses me off because i know about it and uh i know what they go through putting these things together for us for nothing uh in order for us to have a little bit of fun or in your case to be pissed off about Products that don't live up to your expectations. So, uh, where do I go from here with this? Well, I'm going to keep putting out the same content I put out. I'm going to keep being honest about what I think of things, but I'm going to always, for the most part, except in things like this, try to have a positive outlook on the hobby. And uh, what, for some of us, it can bring as far as uh, enjoyment and um, not the constant doldrums of every problem every day that your RC brings to your life. So I'm going to choose to live on the other spectrum and to like these things and to put screws in that are missing and to tighten screws that were not loctited and to screw them back in and to enjoy myself in the hobby. Uh, you know, I could get upset at the factory for not doing that, but I'm not going to, um, you know, I have an outcast Ada sitting down there, brand new, broken rear A-arm. Jumped it, landed flat, shouldn't have broke, but it just broke. It just gave way. Guess what? I ordered up a new one. Got a, a two-pack, so I got both <laughs> both rears, and uh, they're ready to put on. And I'm just going to probably go ahead and swap them both out because I know what I feel about those plastics that come on that. If that one went so easy, I'm guessing the next is. But I know that I'll put these on, and it'll probably handle pretty good. Um, granted it was pretty cold when I drove it, uh, where we were and that doesn't help, but it still shouldn't have snapped in my opinion. So, uh, but it's not something I'm going to beat them up about. I'm just going to take care of it, pony up, get it working again, keep running. I mean, the 30 minutes I had with it up to that point was pretty fun. So I expect it's going to give me a lot of fun over the years. So uh, I'll, I'll make the little fixes and keep moving on and doing the things and, um, 
Keep making video content, guys. The mini stuff. Let's get to that for a second. The mini stuff's been a lot of fun. Um, building a lot of different mini monster trucks. And I've been doing some testing on some products for uh, FuraTech. And that uh, wasn't as fast as I expected it to be, honestly, when I got it for the SCX24 version of my monster trucks. It's really fast in the FuraTech version. Uh, but they have different axles. And so... It's faster in theirs. And so that came as a shock. So I think people that are running are going to have to run it on 3S. But again, that's another thing where I had one experience and it changes. And I look for ways to <laughs> make it do what I want it to do. And so if we run it 3S, which it can handle, uh, it gives me the speed I want. So on the FureTech version, I run on 2S. On the SCX24, I run on 3S. Speeds are pretty comparable. And... Uh, yeah, not a big deal. Just Mofil RC, a few batteries, and good to go. So, uh, you know, that's just how I try to look at things. And uh, we're trying some other motors as well. You know, don't just stick with the one. Yeah, they sent me the one to test. That's cool. But I'm all for trying different things out. Um, that's why I don't sign anything uh, exclusive with anybody. Because I want to be able to uh, try different products out and... Um, you know, make my decisions based on what I think works best for me and might work best and easiest for other people. But people are going to have different reasons why they choose something. The best thing about the Godzilla from FureTech is it's plug and play, especially if you buy it with the Rocketman transmission, few screws and you've got that thing installed. It's got a plug that plugs into their ESC. You're off and running. Some of the other ones, you got to do some soldering and you know, it's a little bit more work to get it to get it running and there's just people I found that don't want to do the work, you know, um, shockingly, you know, some people I thought that would, wouldn't even want to do the work, but, um, yeah, you know, everybody comes at it from a different perspective and you know, that is what makes it great. Uh, you know, in some ways <laughs> it's what makes it really annoying in others, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I hope that this doesn't come across as, as being mean and negative. Um, uh, there's a little bit of that in, in my tone, I know. And so uh, I apologize for that. Um, I, I don't want to call anybody out specifically uh, because there's a lot of it. And, uh, you, know, you know, we deal with, with a lot of things. Uh, not only do we deal with the people that uh, come to your, your videos and call you things like... Um, clickbait and then they say they reported you which like this is an income stream for me like it's a part-time job and uh part-time job with like over full-time <laughs> work hours i get i make less here than i could make if i worked at mcdonald's uh on youtube stuff so let's just say that per hour um but you know they say clickbaiting and then they report you which is basically they're is a strike, you know, trying to put strikes against a channel and all that. And that's frustrating because for something so simple, which wasn't even clickbait, uh, it was honest. Like it, it literally addressed what the title said. <laughs> and then another one was a, uh, a video that just happened. Um, I got a comment on, uh, saying that it was clickbait and that a waste of time because I'd never showed the, the speeds of the speed runs of the original max. Traxxas Max, 
And it did. And I literally gave him, I, I scrubbed through the video, found where I took the lid off and showed the speedometer in it. And I put the time code in my response to him and said, now you're the one wasting my time uh, to go and find you the code to prove to you that uh, this isn't clickbait. So integrity stuff for me like that just, you know, drives me crazy. But we keep pressing on, um, having fun. We're going to hit 50,000 subscribers here shortly, which blows my mind. Um, you know, especially with how many people think I'm just a influencer that's peddling somebody else's product um, and lying about it. So the fact that people keep subscribing is pretty crazy for such a, a lying <laughs> person. But I digress. Um, but yeah, people are clicking on and uh, we're going to keep making content, guys. I've got stuff actually here that came in the mail. I got some new J Concepts tires that I bought uh, pre-mounted that go on the, the Traxxas Max, which I bought and I actually think it's amazing. Um, so it's not all influencer stuff and it's not, you know, there's a few things that are and they come sporadically. Uh, but a lot of it's me just trying to make content and uh, spending money to test things out and uh, to also just have fun. You know, it's more, it's more than the YouTube channel to me. Uh, there's a lot of fun involved in it. So I got the J Concepts tires that can either go on the LMT or on the Max. And uh, we'll be doing testing on that. Uh, I have a lot of build to do for my Rift, which needs more attention. Um, and then I've got a few FMS uh, Jimny and Willie's Jeeps to do videos on. I finally got my G.I. Joe character in the mail. Sorry, guys. He's carrying a gun. And it's a G.I. Joe. So, uh, military. Guy with a dude with a gun and some kind of grenade-like things. But he's pretty cool. Old school G.I. Joe, like we would have had as kids. In fact, it's a vintage one. Uh, like I had when I was a kid. So pretty cool. Uh, he'll be mounted into the Willys um, Jeep. Maybe into the Jimny as well. Just for driving around showing it. Haven't figured out what I'm going to do with that one yet. Um, but yeah. Um, I guess all of this to say. Uh, that your usage. Uh, may vary on an RC. Uh, which is. You know, as much as quality can vary, driving styles can vary, driving conditions can vary. And so your miles will vary uh, as far as what you're going to get out of it. But, um, you know, the quality control is not going to be perfect. It can't be for the cost. Uh, you know, people are complaining about the cost of the fire team. I spent uh, like 900 some bucks out the door for all the Traxxas Max stuff to get it running. So... It's a 4S. And um, it's cool. I like it. I like it a lot. I like the Traxxas Max a lot, the V2, the wide kit. Um, but I probably, in a lot of scenarios, would choose my LMT over almost any RC in general. But um, Or the fire team right now. I mean, I got the paddle tires on it. I'm ripping it in the snow and just having a blast whenever I'm just looking for a little RC fun. But uh, right now I'm trying to do as many things indoors, crawling, uh, micros and that, because it, 
you know, I, it's hard to run an RC car with gloves on. And uh, your fingers get pretty cold out there pretty quick, especially if you're digging it out of the snow uh, when you jump it over and hit a tree and stuff and uh, have to go climbing down a hill to get it, <laughs> which has happened several times. But, uh, yeah, we'll be doing some builds. Um, need to finish up the charger, put the, I think it looks like the axial servo fits in there. So we're going to give that a try. has a really short, so I'm going to have to find an extension, I think. So it has a really, really short um, end on the wire on the, the servo. But, um, yeah. Anyway, guys, hope you're having fun RCing. Hope you're having more fun than some of the negative nillies out there. Uh, because I know that a lot of you do have a blast with RC. And, um, you know, the negativity thing, it draws eyeballs. I get it. Uh, it, it brings the fellow complainers along that want to trash companies. Um just as much as some of the, the positive things like the Traxxas guys are going to flock to the channels. They're all about Traxxas and, and love on it. Uh, and they're uh, going to flock to the Arma channels that, that love on Arma. And um, if you're negative about the companies, you're going to bring in the, the opposite group, <laughs> the people that love to complain about the other brands. And they're going to just make you feel great about your complaining. And isn't it the worst? So um, I hope you guys, you know, revel in it because it's a, it's a sad place to be. And, uh, you know, we'll keep trying to take the high road, keep looking for the positive and, uh, trying to hopefully bring you guys along. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. You guys we will have uh, more stuff coming here. going to have some guests on soon. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be changing the RC conspiracies time slot hour is going to go to more of a conversation um, thing. I've been talking with RC Amigos about him and I doing a little show Tuesday uh, style. So the RC conspiracies will happen more when RC conspiracies happen and not be so tied into um, just a certain day where there may or may not be a conspiracy. So we're going to be more uh, fluid with it, which I think is better anyway. Anyway, guys, missed the ending on the intro outro. We'll catch you later.